Hello, 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 and welcome to... The Rabid Nurses. I'm Mary. And I'm Kaylee. <laughs> you can't start laughing now. We've barely even started we this. We had such a, like, radio talk voices. It was pretty impressive. We're bumble buds because we're pretty impressive people. horns why don't we <laughs> absolutely this is toot your own horn season here after the season's sh- greetings from the tooting our own horns <laughs> edition here two horns a tootin <laughs> yes <sighs> i like that thank you thank I like you I'm, I'm intelligent sometimes what's really cool is like at work this week we ended up having like a little game and they sent us a like whole list of like 15 songs but it was described through emojis and you had to like decipher what the songs were oh jesus it was amazing oh my god who won not me (laughs) not you you didn't win no it was really heartbreaking there was one song i couldn't get i thought it was um a different song and then ended up being like we wish you a merry christmas and i like wrote it wrong because you had to write the title and so you wrote the title wrong, so therefore you missed it. Correct. That you knew what song it was. Yes. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's fine. That's ridiculous. It's fine. I, like, tried it multiple times. I was like, I can't give it this one. Because I also got it wrong a few times, too. So it was just Oh, hilarious. my gosh. But Workplace shenanigans. Shit. Tis the season to be jolly. Oh, yeah. So how have you been? I've been good. It's been a rough month, honestly. Um... Lots of just drama. Um, wedding stuff is not as fun as everyone has already warned you that it won't be. <laughs> They're not lying. There's there's no lying in whenever you start planning a wedding, literally shit hits the fan. Yeah. Aggressively. And multiple times in a row. Yes. But in the end, like, my parents have been so supportive and sweet. Like, even same with Scots. So, you know, everyone's been wonderful. It just has those moments of growing pain. It is. It really, really is. It's almost like if you can withstand the engagement, not just the engagement, right? Because sometimes Mm -hmm. some people have long engagements or, you know, they elope or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, if you can withstand the planning aspect of the wedding, it's just like more power to you because Mm -hmm. that is so much to handle. And it's a good other way for like the pressure to be on and to see if you guys can really mingle with each other's families and communicate well and like all that stuff so it is really it is it's really big but yeah so that's been my time how are you doing I'm doing okay I got my first um paycheck from working full-time with half a day of overtime and wow can I just say how happy I am to be back like working full-time again (laughs) and I can finally say I'm not a broke student it is so nice (laughs) and and I Today, I I was working today, and my phone just went beep, 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 you know, and just kept going off. Well, come to find out, it's my fourth semester professor who's already sending out dates for meetings, boot camp, review. Tell them how long you have until then. Oh, yeah. I graduate in May. Ah, But, I mean, how long until this class actually Oh, okay. So, like, boot camp (laughs) is January 9th. Oh, man. That's actually not too far away. Uh, thank you. It's literally like three weeks. That's a nice good amount of time. 
break it down. It's a lot of days. I'm literally staring at Mary like, what the fuck? Like, down into uh, hours, you know? That's plenty I can't, of time. I can't. The fact that I got done with semester three almost three weeks ago, and the fact that I'm already halfway into... No, I'm done with week one of reading, and I'm working mm-hmm. on week two of reading, and the fact that my professor has already sent out the first three lecture information, such as, you know, PowerPoints, all of the notes, all this stuff, I am just... And so there's this little comment down at the bottom, and someone from fourth semester who just graduated told us that... Um, in addition to fourth semester material, everything from the last three semesters is going to be on the future exams. And it's this dread of, I know I know the material. And so I've already started my NCLEX review of like, going over everything you know you Mm -hmm. can select all content Mm -hmm. and you can do questions that way so I'm already prepping for these future exams I'm still doing questions it's my winter break and I'm still doing nursing questions well also you are so close to graduating oh god I know I can't believe it I cannot believe it the reality is setting in in one of her emails she she at the bottom she they actually have a Hearst review class yes so we were talking about Hearst review for any nursing students out there yeah apparently Hearst review is one of the best ones so this year is the first year that they're changing the NCLEX to the next gen which is absolutely atrocious and what does that even mean it it's moving from um, the standard like pick one, select all that apply, multiple choice to um, a format that is drag and drop. You have to select from multiple actions. So it's a lot more um, critical thinking process. Okay. Um, so they give you a list of actions and you have to decide whether the action is indicated, not indicated, like indicated, contraindicated, and like um, non uh, not a part of it. Not a part. Right. Thank you. Um, not pertinent. There's a word. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So okay. things like that, and then you have to. It gives you a scenario, and then you would do this because of this. Okay. So and the scoring is changing as well. So you write. So instead of just getting questions completely wrong or partial credit for. Um, multiple choice, you earn points and you lose points. So you get a point for every question or every answer that you get correct, but then you also lose points on the ones that you get incorrect. Oh, so it's just, no, you don't get a point. It's, they literally remove points. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, it's, it kind of sounds. But like if you have a seven, good. so if you have a seven part answer, If you have a seven-part answer and you get five correct and you miss two, right? You're technically getting three. Yeah. But that actually, it doesn't sound too bad. I think that actually that might be very much more beneficial for people that have experience in the medical field that are going to be going through the NCLEX. I, but we'll you see. You know, every time, so our professors last semester started putting these next-gen questions on our exams. Mm-hmm. Every time I had one, I did really well on okay, them. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like we, that would makes have, sense. we would have three three out of 50 questions, and of the three every test, I got like 98% of them correct. 
And actually that really shows that this is going to be beneficial because that's showing the real world critical thinking rather than the nursing mm-hmm. school critical thinking. Right. And that's absolutely. actually really important. So that's, that is really encouraging. At first I yeah. was like mortified for you, but that actually sounds really good. It, it looks mortifying. It looks scary. Especially being the first cohort to have to experience this and be right. the exper- guinea pigs. We're not, well, we're not the guinea pigs. We're the first ones. Like they have guinea pigged prior classes this no this This is is the the release this is the release there is no there are no previous inclex questions right right so that's what i'm saying like we're the first one yeah right and i guess like that's in the sense of like y'all are the first group to like oh this is all y'all are doing right to fully see like the pass or fail rates of this Mm -hmm. new inclex test absolutely absolutely you're so, be great. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But with the old Inclux, Hearst was amazing, and I think that it's it's a great way to like get this powered down. Like it it boils everything down to what you need. So for my mm-hmm. four year program, I was able to look back at all this, and it just made it click different. It's like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. it was great. I really did enjoy it. But maybe Hearst won't be as important anymore with the new Inclux. They're It'll changing. be interesting. Um, I went online today and I looked at, what was the other one? You, U world, U world. So I looked at U world and I looked at Hearst, both of them, both of them have study guides for the current NCLEX mm-hmm. and it looks like they will, they also had packages that included the next gen NCLEX. I think for those students who are graduate, who graduated in December mm-hmm. and may take, cause it goes live in April of 23. So if, oh, if they take, okay. if they take, if they well, miss, if they miss the first one, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they're all planning on updating the curriculum and they still have the old curriculum available for now. Right. So, it's just, we don't know if the curriculum that they create for you is going to be as beneficial as mm-hmm. we know hers. Like, yeah. and everyone, whenever I graduated, everyone was doing hers because we all knew that it was almost like a hundred, like such a high probability yeah. of you passing if you did Hearst. Yeah. And now with this new one, like. It'll probably be the same, but we right. just don't know. Yet. Right, right. So if they really have the correct information, if they if they've worded with, it right, if they've worked yeah. with NCLEX to create these study guides, mm-hmm. and for if it clicks the next for gen. everyone, like it clicked with the prior tests. Yeah, yeah. Really so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I'm really excited. You know, it's just the realization of this path and yeah. this road that I have been on for. You know, it's going to be two and a half years. I had to retake a class, which, by the way, I want to touch on this for a second. I grew up first. I grew up with my grandmother and my mother, both nurses. Mm Mm-hmm. And I grew up with this idea of, like, you can't fail a test. Like, you fail a test, you fail a class, you're out of the program. (sighs) Mm -mm. And that's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And let me tell you something. It's not true. Mm -hmm. It is not true. And... Um, and at first, whenever I realized that I was going to have to drop a class and retake it, I was terrified. I was ashamed. I was terrified. I was scared. Oh my gosh. Do you know how many people have had to retake classes? Do you know how many people people do? Oh my gosh. Do you know how many people I've met that was like, Oh girl, I had to apply to nursing school three times. Like I made it through one, made it through semester one and then I had to drop out and then I had to, you know, reapply to the program. Mm -hmm. One thing about nurses and I was listening to this somewhere else today is like how resilient 
nurses are. And I think if anything, nursing school, if you fail out of nursing school and you decide to come back that this is really what you want to do, holy hell, like more power to you, girl. Oh my God, yes. You know, and it is nothing to be ashamed of. Life happens. It doesn't click. It's a whole different world. If you have to retake, if you have to step back and wait a semester to come back again because you... It, it, it just was overwhelming and then you get a grip of it and you come back and you're like, you know what? I'm ready to do this. Good for you. You know more about yourself. Yes. You have confidence. You know what you're up against. So, yeah. And I think there's such a powerful thing of we were raised, especially our generation, in such a perfectionism is the only way to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, even me, like, I was held back in third grade. Yeah. You know, and I was told for so long that, like, I wasn't going to be able to achieve things. And, like, I achieved becoming a nurse, you know? And, like, there's so much power in being able to say, like, it's okay to fail. It's okay to fall back. Mm -hmm. It's the getting up that's the key. Oh, absolutely. It's the pushing further, especially if it's what you want. Obviously, if it's not something you want, then, like, leave that to the curb. Right. yeah, like, really being like, no, this is what I want. Like, I have plenty of friends in nursing school that failed our first semester, like one of the classes mm-hmm. and they took it over the summer and they were still back in our cohort Yeah, by the next, the next semester, you know? Right. So it's just, it's so powerful in being able to say like, it's okay. It's yeah. okay to fail. Yeah. You're not going to be able to live your life perfectly. No. That is the worst way to think that you can live. Exactly. Exactly. Like failure is how you climb. Failure is how you learn. And how you grow. Oh God. Yes. So true. Oh my gosh. And it's like one of the most powerful things that I've heard ever since becoming a nurse was like, it's not if you'll fail. It's not Mm. if you'll make a mistake. It's you will. Yeah. When. It's when. It's when. And it's such a powerful thing of like, it's intimidating because you're taking care of people's lives. So that's very scary to be like, oh my gosh, like you're just telling me that like, I'm going to mess up. Like I'm a perfectionist. It literally destroyed me my first two years. So I'll give you that. I was a wreck. (laughs) At all times of like, is it now? Is this what I'm doing? Is it happening? Am I making a mistake? <laughs> but, you know, like being able to say, yes, you are going to make a mistake. And you're doing everything in your ability to be aware of those. But in the end, you will always grow from those. Yeah. And to be honest about it oh. and to not hide it. It is very easy to want to hide out of shame. Mm. But owning those kind of mistakes, whether big or small is the most important thing you can do for your career and for your own mental health. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's one, I mean, that's one of our, um, core values as nurses or nurses to be is, (laughs) um, honesty. We are, we are seen and valued as like one of some, as the top most trustworthy people. Mm -hmm. And if you can't admit when you fudged up, that is a problem. That is a huge, huge problem. And, and honestly, it no one will ever trust you again. And, and let me say this. Your peers will know. They will know when you mess up. And if you lie, it makes it that much worse. Because yes, it, we, 
you walk in and you know, like, something is not running correctly. It's mm-hmm. the wrong medicine. It's the mm-hmm. wrong solution. It is the wrong drip rate. There are so many factors. The SCDs mm-hmm. aren't right from a PCA perspective. Like, did you put these on? Oh, no. Interesting, because you've had this patient for three days. Yeah. It, I don't trust you. Yeah. You know, and, and go ahead. I'm, well, I'm just ranting at this No, point. well, and I think it's very part, like, it's a very important thing because, like, and I we're about to go into another part of it, but a big thing of it is, like, with the honesty, and this is really easy as, like, a new nurse and even something I even struggled with is power charting, right? So whenever you become a nurse, um, especially those that aren't yet and you don't know charting, charting is a lot of clicking buttons and filling out a lot of information, And it is very easy to be like, oh, yeah, I went in there every hour. Yeah, I did Mm. this. Yes, I I turned my patient every two hours, but you really didn't. And it's like these kinds of things or that you put the socks on a patient, right? And and that's a big one. And I remember I had a moment where, like, I had a patient almost fall. And it was one of those, like, if you do the fall risk and you're breaking it down, you have to be able to look at your patient and look at your charting and be able to say, this is exactly what could have potentially caused the harm Mm -hmm. to these patients, right? And, like, that's something that you really need to take to heart heart going in is a lot of people are going to say, Oh, like just fill it out. Just say what you need to. No, no, no. Like you put your eyes on that patient. What you have seen is what you put in. Mm -hmm. You'll start learning more and like getting to see how other people are charting things helps you gain knowledge but do not copy what they're saying without oh, having yeah. observed, like without having done your own critical thinking. Absolutely, that is so so important. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's one of the biggest problems too. Is like, oh, um, last shift said this, and so like we're just gonna go with no changes, right? Well, mm-hmm. what if there was a change, right? And those changes, and this is so true in neuro. I don't know. Ooh, God, I don't know yes. about MI, but mm-hmm. neuro. Uh, neuro ICU is so meticulous because mm-hmm. if you miss one deviation, one pupil dilation, yep. if you don't go in there and check those pupils and notice that like, hmm, it's, you know, 0.5 millimeters off, 0.5 centimeters, whatever have you mm-hmm. off. It is millimeters. People are measured mm-hmm. millimeters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like if you notice that, I mean, that small deviation, one, one is a little bit bigger than the other. That's already a major significant Huge, change. significant. And that is so minimal that so many people don't think about mm-hmm. in, you know, their assessments, but I mean, that could be indicative of so many issues at hand and that is your job and that is your responsibility. And if that happens on your shift and you said that there are no changes, Mm -hmm. oh, well, and like pupils are also very important in my, obviously not nearly as much in our brain. Another thing that's very, very important and that I would personally stress is pulses. Yeah. Because pulses, you can very easily say that you checked those pulses every four hours or every hour, whatever you're doing after a procedure, list the thing. Mm. Once those pulses are gone, you're in trouble. Whether it's one because of a clot, anything. Like, anything. And I think that's one of those big things is like being able to know that like you need to be aware and don't let people rush you. Yeah. Take your time, yeah. you know, and like do everything you need to because pupils are so important and pulses are and like being able to say I looked at these things and these changed because if you just put and copy and you're like oh I haven't checked the pulses yet but I'll go in there and then you've already put in the pulses are present and then they've gotten more diminished in your opinion 
then you're going to go in there and change it. And they'll be like, wait, why did you put it the other way first? Yeah. Right? So it's like there's such an importance to being able to say you're being honest and you're being genuine in your things. Because when things change, that is so important to know when they changed. Oh, yeah. Because if we don't know when, when did the stroke start happening? When did yeah. the clot start, start breaking? Um, yeah. Start you know, whatever, my brain Occluding. is clear is the word, thank you, occluding the vessels. Like, there's so many detailed things. And I don't say this to, like, stress you guys out, and we don't want this to be stressful, but of just, like, stand up for yourself and what you need. If things are becoming too overwhelming, if you need help, people are there for you, and they're going to help you. Oh, yeah. You know? Because, I mean, I, w- I would rather ask 100 questions and, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that my patient at the end of the day is alive. Mm-hmm. Then. It is better to ask the what you feel is a dumb question than to not ask because you don't get a right answer and do something wrong. Yes. It is so much better. No matter how dumb you think that question is, it does not matter how weird that other nurse looks at you. You double checked. You made your patient made sure your patient's going to be safe, and you moved on. And that is the at the end of the day, it's your license. Ooh, (laughs) yeah. Like if anything, it's not. I mean, if you can't think about the patient at the end of the day, think about your license. This is your license on the line. And Mm -hmm. we have seen this recently. And I know that we said that we weren't going to go into this, but like we have (laughs) seen this recently with several cases, one in particular Mm -hmm. where it was that nurse's license on the line. Mm -hmm. And she was put up for review and she had her license revoked. And then years later, came back and had criminal charges pressed against her, you mm-hmm. know? So it's it's very, um, you have to be so careful of those things. And it's not to be scared, but to be adamant in what is right. Um, and other nurses will look out for you, and to not be pressured is a really hard thing, mm-hmm. but you will learn it. You guys are going to get there, and they're going to people be people there that will support you, you know? Like, for me personally, I've had a patient be so verbally abusive and a lot of nurses weren't really you know saying anything it's very much during a time of like oh we just take it guys we just take it you're the nurse Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal and another nurse walked up to me girl was absolutely amazing and she was like no (laughs) that isn't okay we're calling the cops we're doing this because in the end like no matter what it is you don't deserve to be verbally abused you Mm -hmm. don't you don't have to just take it no matter what anyone says whether it's pulling out a drug and you don't have the order, whether it's doing anything in the end, if you feel unsafe, if you are concerned, you say no, you push back. Absolutely. Because in the end, like that is exactly it. It is your license and it is the patient's lives. And those are the two most important things. Like you taking care of yourself and your license will also benefit those patients. Oh, 100%. And that's why those Those go in hand. Oh, Uh yes. So, oh my God, what a revelation. Those Mm -hmm. go hand in hand. Caring for your patient properly and appropriately means caring for your licensure. Yes. Oh, (laughs) wow. I just got chills, guys. That's what I'm here for, guys. I just dropped the truth box. Wow. God. So enlightened. That's phenomenal. Good job. Thanks. That's so exciting. So um, going back to being like honest and truthful, I think that there are tactful ways to do this and untactful ways to do this. Very valid. Is that the correct word? Untactful? Intact? Tactless. Ah, there it is. Thank you. Yeah. I use that word all the time. Oh my God. It's it's me. It's Mies and Moo last week, and it's untactful this week, guys. It's not as bad as Mies and Baying. 
<laughs> never be as bad as bake. Oh my god, that was still so good though. That was amazing. We had a really good. We really loved last week's yeah, guys. We, had we, so we hope fun. we hope you laughed. We hope you're still here. Um, <laughs> we made people run for the hills. They were like, Ooh, I don't see these people. Are, Bane route. I don't, I don't think I should be listening to these healthcare professionals. Are they real? Are they really taking care are of our family doing? members? Yes, yes, we are, dude. Such a good point, though. The <laughs> amount of people that fake being, like, licensed professionals in oh, healthcare, and they just God. fake that information. I can't. That is a conversation we can't. We're not. We're just, okay. I'm putting that back in the closet. Are you going to put it away? Yep, yeah? It's, it's okay. Yep. Okay. It's anyway, back in the closet. Continuing. Okay. So there, tactless. there are tactful and tactless ways being honest about the profession, and I don't know if any of y'all have heard, um, but there were some nurses who, because TikTok is... Such a prevalent social media keywords mm-hmm. that you everyone knows who works in healthcare. <laughs> Hashtag keywords. Hashtag. Um, that it's, social media is dangerous um, if you work in healthcare. It mm-hmm. really, really is. Um, and there was a trend. There is a trend going around where people talk about their icks, especially concerning their job. Mm-hmm. And some L&D nurses decided that it would be cute to... Um, make some of their complaints about their patients known, um, on TikTok to the general public. And unfortunately, um, what is the, like 51, 52% of the populace are females Mm -hmm. and, um, or excuse me, all inclusive language, um, childbearing persons. And, um, they made some very disparaging remarks uh, mm-hmm. towards these people who are very in hurtful. label. Very hurtful. Very, very hurtful. Um, okay, here it is. Um, this is off of nurse.org, by the way. So, quote, my ick is when you come in for your induction talking about, can I take a shower and eat? said one healthcare worker in a condescending tone at the start of the video. First of all, y- absolutely, you can have a shower. Yes. And depending on your birth plan mm-hmm. and depending on where you are in your you induction, can you can absolutely eat. And that is very, this is a very good way to like talk into that is, you know, you see a lot of funny videos of healthcare workers making jokes making fun of their patients and there's been plenty that I have truly laughed at and we're like oh my gosh that's exactly right and we make the excuse that we have dark humor as nurses right because of a lot of the crap we've seen you know we've been through a lot and we've had some pretty shitty people but for you to say hurtful things like this especially with people that are bringing life into this world just in general having their sometimes best day because of labor and delivery, and sometimes mm-hmm. they're worst in majority of the rest of the hospital as well as even in labor and delivery. Well, and here's the other thing, too, is that for the most part, they are not educated mm-hmm. on the process that is uh, that involves what's going to happen when they enter the L&D room. Mm-hmm. As a nurse, I'm still going to be, if I have a kid, I'm going to be like, huh? What? Oh, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm still going to be completely... And so it's, it's just appalling that, like, someone would make a condescending tone towards these people who come in and they're like, can I have a shower? You have no idea 
what this patient was doing prior to this appointment. Mm-hmm. You have no idea, okay? Yeah. First of all, like, what if they're homeless? Mm-hmm. You have no clue. Just, oh, I can't. Okay. Um, here's another one. When you're going room to room from one baby mama and your other baby mama, ick, said another, as laughs can be heard from behind her. Again, our number one job as nurses, and I think we have said this before, mm-hmm. our number one job as nurses is to not judge. And I'm going to be honest, you're going to. Well, we're human. You are. We are human. You are going to judge people. I have had plenty of my own very not nice thoughts because of how people have treated me, right? But it's not posting it to the world or talking about them, right? Like you can keep these to yourself. You can go into another space with someone that is close to you to vent because there is a point of being able to get these things off of our heads. Because I know that these nurses have probably been through a lot and I'm going to give them that, but it doesn't make it okay. And what's really important with all of these new nurses and you guys out there in the nursing world, social media has become so and so, so prominent. And there have been Mm -hmm. a handful of nurses that have become very popular because of their quirky kind of mockery videos. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, And they made a major profit on that. So you've seen it normalized enough that you could think, oh, this is okay. Doing videos at work, I'm going to tell you right now, never do that. Never. Never never have your badge on. Um, And, you know, like, making sure that whenever you say these things, what I would even reflect on is, like, think about people, like, them being your close people. Not just family or anything like that, but it's, like, mocking people and thinking to yourself, like, what if I was in those shoes? Yeah. What if someone was talking about me that way? Because for me, it's like, I've never been an L&D nurse, so I can't connect to any of that. So it right. is very offensive to me. I'm like, oh, it breaks my heart. But if someone's making fun of people in the ICU, I'm like, oh, right. yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And it's like, ooh, self-reflection of like, no, I shouldn't be laughing at that, especially on social media when right. someone that did go through that situation is going to watch that and be like, what? Again, going back to the fact that we are – Uh, touted as like one of the most trustworthy professions and yet here you are treating your patients like dirt that's essentially what it is mocking them mocking on social media for them to see for the world to see and that is what is so frustrating about this those nurses lost their jobs Mm -hmm. Um, rightfully so honestly and that sounds very harsh no, no, but, I think because I think it goes into, I think it really goes against our credence mm-hmm. as nurses. I think it really, really does. And we do have a dark humor and we do, as humans do, we have our complaints and we see problems yeah. and every job has their issue. But keeping it to yourself or venting with a close coworker in the privacy of the supply room or the med room is completely different mm-hmm. from blasting it. blasting this over social media. I 100% agree. And the biggest thing, like, the reason that the hospital fired them is not necessarily, yes, it's because they got a lot of flack and this became very well known what happened, but they were at work yeah. during work hours and they were wearing their badges. And that enough can get you fired. So you could just be 
talking or making a video of like, oh, look how cute I am doing my hair in my nursing ponytail, which I was never that cute nurse. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, no, I always look like a hot mess. I'm always a hot mess. I always wore these like goofy little headbands. And one said, wash your damn hands. <laughs> Mary. It was funny. <laughs> Oh anyway, I wear a lot of like quirky headbands um, to keep my hair out of my face because you never want your hair falling into poop and pee. Anywho, never, never. Um, nightmare of the day. Okay, so I found this statement made by the hospital. Ooh, yes. All right, it. it says, and bear with me here, a statement to our community. Emory Healthcare is committed to providing empathetic, high quality care to our community and our patients come first. We are aware of a TikTok video that included disrespectful and unprofessional comments about maternity patients at Emory University Hospital Midtown. We have investigated the situation and taken appropriate actions with the former employees responsible for the video. The video does not represent our commitment to patient and family-centered care and falls far short of the values and standards we expect every member of our team to hold and demonstrate. At no time should our patients ever feel they are not being treated with care and respect. Mm. Every patient at Emory Healthcare deserves to be cared for by a compassionate, experienced team and a comfortable and safe environment. How true. Absolutely. Oh, On the head. Yes. And someone, and I just want to add this, like someone was like, oh my God, give them their jobs back. It's not a big deal. And here's the thing, you have your badges on, you are actively at work, Mm -hmm. and um, at that point, you are representing the hospital. Mm -hmm. So yes, like, sorry. Well, and that's the reality of it is like, if you are on TikTok, if you are on social media. Podcasts. Podcasts as well. (laughs) um, Talking about patients, showing your badges, and talking about your place of work is a very big issue and I would encourage you guys to not share that information. We aren't going to be talking about the places that we work mm-hmm. by name. Um, we think that that is a very respectful of the places that we work because that representation is important. Even though we're proud of where we work. Oh my god, we I love where we like, work. We love our jobs. We love where we work. We're proud of where we work. We do not want to represent where we, we work. We don't want to go we don't want to go through this. We don't yeah. want to go through this. Yeah, and we want to be respectful of the places we work. Right, and our By patients. not involving that, and our patients, yeah. right? So it's like, these are really important things. So like, not having your badges on, and making sure you're not at work when you make videos, like, or take pictures, like, these are very important things. Yeah. I do find it disturbing when I come across videos of people doing TikToks, like, at work. Mm-hmm. And it's very obvious, like, oh, you know what's an ick for me? What's an ick for you? <laughs> an ick for me is the videos of the nurses, like, doing the whole, like, turn it off thing where they have to take care of a patient, like, a dying patient, essentially, and then, like, go into the next room all, like, smiley and happy. Oh, like, that one they video of that girl that's, like, me crying. Bananas. She's, like, takes a video of herself. It's, like, I just had a patient die. I can't handle that. Absolutely not. Whenever we have lost patients, it is a heartbreaking situation, and it is very tough do not try to make profit profit attention to yourself by showing these videos. I don't think that's fair. I think talking yeah. about it is important. Yeah. Because those losses affect us all. Absolutely. You know. We we have seen enough death together. 
I would absolutely, I would have no problem one day like making a podcast about the experiences that we had and what we've gone through and what we've seen, right? Mm-hmm. But making a video, and I think there was there was one where like she did it at home, like you could tell like it was her apartment door or something. And then there was another video where she did it like in the hallway. Yes, yeah. and that's the one I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, just she made wrong. me so she made me so upset. It's just wrong. So what you're crying? So you and if you think about this, you take the time to set up your phone do a dramatic do a dramatic pose reenactment of you crying and maybe she really was crying and she was like maybe this is a great opportunity to show what we go through in healthcare that's you being nice but <laughs> it is me being nice it's, it's me trying to give nice. her the benefit of the doubt Correct. <clears throat> because we live in such a uh, technology social media inundated world in society these days so true that i don't think people Think twice about it. Nope. So, but but to do that at work, what if that patient's family would walk around the corner? Granted, probably not. She probably has the wherewithal to go to a different part of the hospital or whatnot. Potentially, but the fact is, is you're at work. Right. And that's a very traumatic situation. Talk about it on your video whenever you're on the way home. Whenever you exactly. are Exactly. Whenever you like, go home. Take a video of yourself, like, sitting in the floor, like, you know, looking depressed and sad, yeah. contemplating at home. Absolutely. It, right in... It's disrespectful to the families. I'm going to be dead honest. You know, like, the family could have scrolled down that and they just had their family member die and they see your post you just made about their family member. Yeah, you, you Like, are you know. kidding me? You no. Never, you never, you never know. know. And, like, respect for people is so important, you guys. And it is so easy in nurses when we're jaded, when we're angry, when we're frustrated, when we're burnt out, to lash out on social media. It is so easy. I have had to really look over and like observe myself and what I've like been acting like in the past and like thank goodness I wasn't posting right Right. like during COVID I kind of like fell off the face of the planet so I wasn't posting but if I had been one of those people posting it probably would have been been so easy it would have been so easy to start bashing or mocking because you're trying to cope with things that you really are struggling with it's very hard when you're in nursing and you're burdened by a lot of things, you know, yeah. I can't tell you how many times Scott would be sitting in bed and I'm sitting on the side of the bed, just bawling my eyes out. And he's like, what can I do to help? And I'm like, I literally don't know. I don't no, even know why I'm crying. Yeah. I'm just bawling because of the burden of what we had to experience. And it's never to like belittle these people for how they're trying to make their outlet. But it, this is a learning experience that you can also take from. Right. So you don't go through this. So you don't have these worries. And the best way to do it is to just not post anything as much as you can. Incriminating. Right. That's a very good word. Incriminating. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But conversations are important. And I encourage you to, like, have those conversations with people and online and to do, like, you know, video chats about breaking it down. And I think us doing one about death would be very good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, know, I can't tell you how many times where I've had to hold it together and I had to find someone in the near vicinity that I was close enough with and just look at them and be like, I need you right now. And we would run to the core, run to the supply room, hug it out and just ball. Yeah. Um, There was, there was, one time, <laughs> there was one time where it was me and like two other nurses and we were both very, it was towards the end of our experience. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we're at the pinnacle of our emotions and um, we all started like 
talking and venting our frustrations about the situations and what we were experiencing and we all started bawling and we ended up holding each other in the supply room people those supply room hugs and cries are very real and they are very necessary yes (laughs) oh my gosh so necessary the amount of times i've cried in supply rooms all right like oh my lord yeah you want to make a turn it off video, turn it off right before you walk out of the supply room. There you go. There you go. Found it. There it is. There it is. That's too funny. Yeah. So. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So like those are just things that we find very important. I really encourage you guys to, before you post, put a cautious eye to it. Have a friend of yours look over it to make sure if you're ever questioning it. I would say just don't post it. Don't do it at work. Just don't. Just please, for the love of God, don't do it at work. Yeah, it's so God. Like, it's, yeah. <sighs> but anyway, so that's how we were feeling about those things. But I, I, I'll be honest. I think those nurses. Oh, oh so, I'm so sorry, you guys. We're back now. But the point is, the point is, is like, don't do shit at work. Just yeah. don't. Just yeah. save it. Save it for the parking lot. Save it for the car Literally ride home. anywhere else. Save it for the bar that you go to drink your your Woes sorrows away. away with your friends. Mm. Those bars are pretty great, I have to say. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they were. No, that's good. That's good. So, but, um, so we have some bone broth, um, simmering, stewing, and bubbling on the stove. Yes. And I am so excited. So. And I, I do have some exciting news. Oh, Yes. Kaylee is my maid of honor. Oh, <laughs> You are so sweet. Yes. That I'm like so super excited about it. I gave her her little gifts today. It is so cute. It's a keychain and like this giant silk. What is this? Scrunchie. Scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> Jinxie and me said that. Um, no, so this for you. Anyway. <laughs> and so, like, I'm really excited. So it was funny because how it happened, I've known for a long time, obviously. <laughs> um, but how it happened is we were talking and she's like, well, you know you're my maid of honor. And I was like, what? And I was like, no. And she's like, duh, oh my God. You know, us and me. I was like, Kaylee. wait, 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 wait. I was like, will you be my maid of honor? <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe I should ask, will you be my maid of honor? And I was like, duh. You don't even have to ask. Oh, my God. So do you know where we're going for your bachelorette? No. Have you figured it out? No. Have you thought about it? Yes, but not too much. (laughs) Good. Because it's a surprise. Dear Lord. (laughs) You're going to love it. We're just going to love your surprise. Let's just say this. Guys, I have an app. I have figured it out. I am mapping everything. I have called the other friend, and I have been like, help me with this because I have never done anything so meticulous in my life for multiple people. So I need help tremendously. She looked it over, and she was like, dude, this is phenomenal. I was like, yes. Thank God. Score one has started. Will not fail. <laughs> I might fail, but I won't. Oh my gosh, no! And here's the thing: if things do fall through and things mess up, we're gonna have such a good time. Shh, we're not saying that. Shh, 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 shh. That's not. A do you want to tell them my hashtag? <laughs> oh my god, what did we make it? Oh dear God! The last time I was here, we used, we were watching Nacho Libre, and Mary has decided that one night theme, one of the themes for the night, like the big night where we go out is going to be hashtag Nacho Average Bride. 
and we will be dressing up. I am saying this with so much like disdain. Oh I'm so excited. Um, we will be dressing up like characters from Nacho Libre. I'm literally so stoked, guys. So literally what happened is like Kaylee is looking through and she's like, we're trying to find this hashtag. And I find this one and I was like, Nacho Average Bride. And I looked at her and the the just absolute the disgust. The absolute disgust. The absolute appalling look of, oh my God, are you kidding me, Mary? And I was like, but this is so funny. And I will tell you right now, as a kid, I loved Nacho Libre. Like, absolutely loved it. Quoted it all the dang time. I'd always be like, get that corn out of my face. It's just, yes. Oh facts. God. Quoted it all the dang time. Absolutely. And so whenever we started watching it, I was like, you guys, there's that outfit that Nacho wears when he first buys. And it's a white outfit <laughs> with the light blue jacket. I'm literally so excited. I'm going to have a mustache on. I'm like telling Scott about how excited I am for this. And Scott just looks at me and he's like, what? I'm like, yes, I'm not going to be sexy on my bachelorette. I'm going to be a weirdo. Literally, Kaylee can't put it into words. She's... <laughs> I will take Nacho Libre over the old man theme <laughs> that she originally wanted to go with. So, this yes. True. This is true. Nacho Libre it is. Because I will take that over the old man theme. The old man theme. I did not want to do the old man theme. I'll I can It's like... Oh, my God. I feel like you barely want to do Nacho Libre. I am just, like... <laughs> Do you remember the feeling that I had when we were still in August and you were asking me to help you decorate for Halloween? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Those are the feelings I'm having now. <laughs> Mary's a weirdo. But we love her. Hopefully. <laughs> so much. Yes. Um, so anyway, those are the fun news updates. Yes, yes. Uh, we... Oh, Dawn has let me down completely. What? She hasn't listened to our last episode. I know. Oh, Poor Dawn, thing. you're and our, like, number one fan. <laughs> we can't lose you, Dawn. We need you. Oh, God. That's hilarious. Please don't die. I'm going to just die. <clears throat> okay, it's fine. Yeah. No, Dawn, we need you. Come Dawn, back to us. Dawn, come back. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> Oh my god. Hopefully she so enjoys these. I hope so. I hope she enjoys the I think the these are fun. I know. It includes her. It's great. <laughs> if anyone else wants to join in on the fun and be like an official like part of uh, the fan club, you are more than welcome to join us on Instagrams. Facts. Anywhere you can find podcasts. That's all I have for you. We're, there is a Facebook page. We're just not very active on it. So, But if um, you're active, we'll become more active. Winky face. Mm, maybe no retract social, social media i mean social, social media i mean instagram In oh, oh instagram's God. better yes Back. yes Back. okay guys thank you so much we, we hope you enjoyed you. this we love you merry christmas bye, bye.